Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey guys, this is Chad Gonzalez and I want to welcome you to episode one of the Supernatural Life Podcast. I'm on a journey of learning to live through Christ and allow Him to live through me more effectively. You see, the world's crying out to experience the true God. And in this day and age, the church also needs an experience as well. But it's my goal to help you grow in your connection with God so you can manifest God to the world. Before we get going, I'd like to ask you, if you would, please subscribe to the podcast there in iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, however you're listening. That way you'll never miss out on new episodes. And while you're there, please leave us a review. That'd definitely help us in getting the word out. We also have several books that I believe would be a great resource to you. You can get these at Amazon, or you can also stop by our website at chadgonzalez.com. You can access our online devotional, speaking schedules, videos, and a whole lot more. So let's get into the message for today. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. The Apostle Paul said this. He said, It's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who's living in me. For the life I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. I like to say it like this, that it's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who lives in me in the life that I'm living in this body. By faith, I'm living in Him. The still translation says this. It says that simply Jesus using my body. And I love that because this is what Paul is trying to get across to the church. In his writings, it's it's about uh, Christ living in us and, and us living in him. That You know, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says that if any man be where? Be in Christ, he becomes a brand new creation. The emphasis is on our union with our Lord and with our Savior. It's a brand new person in him. And he said, and now that I've accepted Jesus, it's not me living anymore. It's Christ living in me. Christ doing life through me. It's what he was saying in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 6. He said, as you have received him, now walk in him. Now, you know, if we've made Jesus our Lord and Savior, we've all received him as our Savior. But Paul's saying, you know, once you do that, that's great. Uh, We need to do that in the most important decision that you'll ever make. But we can go a lot further in this thing called Christianity. He says, you've received him. Now I want you to walk in him. In other words, you did step one. Now I want you to do step two. I want you to start learning how to live uh, through your union with the Christ. Start learning to walk in him and live in him. Uh, It's what he said over in Acts chapter 17, verse 28. He said, it's in him, in Christ, that we live and in him that we move and in him that we have our being. Again, notice the emphasis is on the union. And if you and I are going to start living a a supernatural life and seeing supernatural results, in other words, seeing things that are out of the ordinary for the norm of Christianity, if we're going to start doing those things, we have to start living life through our union with Jesus, that this this idea, this truth that uh, I'm a brand new creature in Christ, that my identity is in Christ, that if you want to find me, find Christ. We, that's got to go a whole lot further than just this, this mental 
uh, idea, uh, this mental agreement, or you could say a mental assent, uh, th- this thought that, you know, I'm just, I'm a new creature in Christ. We've got to go a whole lot deeper in that. Stop going just surface level with it. I mean, start digging and start going down deeper. And, and the way you go down deeper in this is that you start looking at Jesus and then you start seeing yourself. Now, uh, <laughs> take a step back and don't take what I'm saying right here and get offended at it. Realize I'm not saying that we're Jesus. I'm not saying that we can take his place or anything like that. But you've got to realize that, you know, the purpose of salvation uh, was not to uh, change your destination. Now, granted, yes, there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. They're both very real places. And, uh, you know, when we take our last breath on this planet or Jesus comes back, we will go to heaven. But the purpose of salvation wasn't to change your destination and get you to heaven. In all reality, the purpose of salvation was to change your position in Christ and get uh, Christ in you, get some heaven on the inside of you so that you could manifest him on this earth. That was the whole point. That was the whole purpose, you know? And so when you begin to realize that your life is a union with Christ, that you're supposed to be living in him and he's supposed to be living through you, it starts to change your perspective on life. You could say it like this, that the way you view yourself is going to determine how you use your faith or how you release your faith. If you see yourself as just a natural human being, then you're really not going to release much faith for the supernatural. But if you begin to see yourself as Christ on the earth, then all of a sudden your perspective changes on on life, your outlook changes on circumstances and you'll begin to do some things believe some things say some things that most normal people wouldn't do and so what i'd invite you to do is like go over into the gospels and and read some of these stories of healing and miracles with jesus you know there's 19 individual cases of healing and in those you know so many times we identify with the people going to jesus for instance you have in mark chapter 5 the woman with the issue of blood probably one of the more well-known uh, stories of healing and you know with the woman the issue of blood uh, we read in mark chapter 5 and verse 27 it says when she heard about jesus she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment for she said if only i could touch his clothes i'll be made well and immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body she was healed of the affliction and jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him he turned around in the crowd and said who touched my clothes so many times we identify with a woman with the issue of blood and, you know, as, as a sinner, uh, as an unbeliever, if, if I needed healing in my body, then yes, I would have to get to Jesus. But you got to understand that when we got saved, when we got in Christ, or you could say like, like I like to say, you got in Christed, you know, I know that's not a, maybe that's not a real word, but sounds good to me. We got in Christed, you know, our position changed. Well, then, once that position changed, I'm no longer trying to get to Jesus. Uh, I'm not the woman with the issue of blood that's, that's working and, and pushing through the crowds and, and, and working and working and working and trying to get to Him just so I can touch Him and get a touch from Jesus. Friends, I'm telling you, when I got saved, I got in Christ, and I don't need just a touch from Jesus. I don't need a touch from the Christ. I've got the whole Christ. I've got access to the entire Christ. Because uh, Paul said that, that the mystery of the gospel, Colossians chapter 1, he said the mystery of the gospel is Christ in you, 
That's the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he becomes one with you. And so after salvation, I don't identify with a woman with the issue of blood. I identify with Jesus that I'm the one that people are trying to get to me. I need to start seeing myself as the one with the possessor of life. I need to start seeing myself as the one who's one with Christ. And if people want to have an encounter with God, then they need to get to me. If people want to access the power of God, then they need to get to me. And yet, it's nothing special about me. It's the same thing for you. If you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're one with him too. It's why Jesus said in John 14, 12, that whoever believes in me, he'll do the very same works that I do, and even greater works, because I'm going to the Father. Well, what was the purpose of going to the Father? The purpose of going to the Father was so that he could make you one with him. And you could be uh, one with the Father, and He'd be one with you. That was the whole purpose. See, we've got to remember that Jesus, He did life as a man. Philippians chapter 2 tells us that Jesus, He laid aside everything that gave Him an advantage in life. You know, even in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it says, God, He anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. So see, if you think about it, God, uh, He doesn't need to be anointed, but a man does. Well, the Bible says that Jesus, he was anointed by God. Jesus laid aside everything that gave him an advantage in life, and he came and did life as a man. Did life just like you and I. Did life like you and I with a body and with emotions and, and the mind and thoughts that we deal with. You know, if I look at the, the scriptures, if I look at the gospels, and I see the things that Jesus did, and, and I see the things that he's doing as a man, then that 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 opens the door for me to be able to do some things. Now you got to understand, you know, we're not saying that uh, you could die for the world. I'm not saying that you could be the redeemer of the world. You know, only Jesus could do that. He was the blameless, spotless Lamb. But all the things that He did as a Son of Man, you know, you'll fi you'll find that Jesus many times refers to Himself as a Son of Man more than He does a Son of God. The things that He refers to Himself as a Son of God. Well, that's for him and him alone. But the things he refers to himself doing as the Son of Man, well, that opens the door wide open for you and I. And so that brings me to this last statement right here. I want you to really pay attention to this. If Jesus, if I see Jesus doing life as God, then it makes me stand back and be amazed. And I go, wow. But if I see Jesus doing life as a man, then it compels me. It compels me to look at him and see myself. And then go forward and do life just like him and get the very same results. Why? Because there's a world out there that's crying and waiting for the revealing of the sons of God. They shouldn't be waiting until Jesus comes back. There's people that are dying and going to hell. There's church people that are falling away because they're questioning, is this real? Uh, where's the miracles? Where's God? We've got people coming to our church all the time saying that, you know, we've there's got to be more to Christianity than this. And we want to know more. We want to know more about the power. We want to know more about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We want to know more about the miraculous. We want to see miracles. We want to see the supernatural. And the reason is, is because that we're all spirit beings, whether you're saved or not. We're all spirit beings. And there's something on the inside of us just innately that cries out and yearns for the supernatural because we're in this natural world and a natural body. But the real us, the real us came from a supernatural world and we're, we're crying out and waiting and looking for something supernatural. And so, hey, why let the world wait anymore? 
and why uh, let the church just sit back and just twiddle their thumbs and wait on God to do something. Let's realize who we are. We are Christ on the earth. We are Jesus' representatives and his ambassadors on this earth to represent him and do life just like him and get results just like him. Why? Because he is the head and we are the body. Wherever the head goes, the body goes. Wherever the body goes, the head goes. So wherever you go, if you are united with Christ, wherever you go, whether it's the grocery store, uh, the supermarket, the movie theater, you know, your church, a gas station, a school, wherever, wherever you go, because you're united with Christ, Christ goes. And wherever you go and Christ goes, then that means that the potential for a miracle is there simply because you showed up, because you brought the anointed one and his anointing into that room. Friends, I hope you enjoyed our time together and that today not only helped expand your mind to what's possible in Christ, but also helped you to grow in your connection with God so you can manifest God to the world. Make sure and subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, leave us a review, and remember that in Christ, we always win.